What is up and welcome back to another episode of Fantasy Football Lovers Podcast. I am your host, Jared Gordon. And first and foremost, thank you once again for listening to my voice and this wild information I put out. Today is going to be a little different as I talk about some of the news this uh, past couple of weeks with you know the Cam Newton and Patrick Mahomes contract as well. Uh... You know, as well as some, you know, other things going around the league. I really want to start off with the, you know, some of the most recent news with, you know, Patrick Mahomes getting a $503 million contract extension for 10 years. This is not only a great, you know, deal for Mahomes, uh, but, you know, it, it's great for both sides because, you know, Mahomes, he's got guaranteed money, which I believe is $477 million. That's insane. And, you know, the the Chiefs, they're low-key getting a sneaky deal out of this. You know, in the long run, if everything goes to plan, you know, how normally the salary cap will normally increase year by year, allowing players, you know, to get more, get get paid more. And with the cap space going up gradually, uh, I I project, you know, in, in five to ten years, you know, this Mahomes deal is going to look like a freaking steal. You know, at the end of the day, in five to ten years, Mahomes is going to be, like, his contract specifically is going to be in the middle of the pack as far as, you know, annual salary for quarterbacks. And yet he's still going to be one of the best quarterbacks in the league year in and year out. Great deal, in my opinion, for both sides. Uh, You know, this sets the bar for all the other quarterbacks, such as Dak and Watson, who are looking for new contracts. And now I can see Dak, you know, asking for that 40 to $43 million a year now. And he's going to get it, uh, if not, maybe even more. It was a lucky break for these guys and all these other quarterbacks, uh, since it is a lot easier to negotiate once, you know, the best quarterback gets his value set. You know, everyone else will some, you know, be put somewhere below him, uh, at least for now. Until the you know uh, the salary cap starts to increase, of course, and you know uh, let's look at next. I want to talk about uh, just a little bit about how the preseason is being cut in half, and possibly you know completely altogether. You know I love that the preseason is actually preseason is getting cut in half, and it should remain at two to three games every year, because uh, you know all these extra games leaves a lot of room for unnecessary injuries. However, uh, I do believe there should always be a preseason because if we didn't have that, if we didn't have the preseason, we wouldn't be able to find these, you know, diamond in the rough players. For most cases, uh, the preseason, though, is like you're looking for those depth guys, you know, the special teamers who can play huge roles for your uh, respective teams. And also, uh, I thoroughly enjoy football, so... You know, the more football to me normally is better, you know, from a fan's perspective. But, you know, I I do support it going to two games and having it mainly for those younger unknown guys that are uh, trying to prove themselves rather than, you know, the vets who already have like uh, roles on their teams. And if a team is trying to figure out who's going to be starting at a specific position, like, let them let them battle it out in those games, you know, if it's whether it's quarterback, running back, you know, corner, 
uh, you know, so on and so forth. You know, it's a, I, I get it, it's going to be, you know, a smaller sample size, like a super small sample size. And, and it's going to be hard to judge that. But, you know, the, the teams have already been doing their homework, you know, on these guys in college. They've they seen them in their own practice sessions. And now they're finally going to, you know, get an idea of what they look like, you know, against NFL caliber uh, talent every play. So, you know, give or take, you know, it's going to be uh, almost like a, a rough draft, sort of say, for for these players in the preseason. But I, I, I do support the, the move, the two games, and it should remain like that, in my opinion. If not, obviously, you know, who cares? You know, back to normal. Uh, <laughs> let's look at, you know, next we have, you know, Raheem Mostert requesting for a trade, which I freaking love for a bunch of reasons. You know, if he actually leaves, because I've already stated in my previous podcast that I love Jarek McKinnon. And this would make him a steal now where, you know, uh, even Tevin Coleman, you know, he's going to have solid value as well. But, you know, wherever Mo- uh, Mostert lands, he's going to destroy the other running backs there. Like, not specifically them, but their value. You know, and such potential spots that I have in mind, you know, are probably going to be like the Eagles or the Buccaneers, uh, the Steelers, the Falcons, the Jets, or even the Bears or Patriots if they don't even uh, believe in who they've got there. You know, with uh, Montgomery and Michelle, since, you know, they're kind of been teeter-tottering on these guys. But Mostert should be able to be picked up for cheap. You know, as in, like, the, the other team trading for him should be cheap. Because, you know, he, he's already old. And uh, he, he didn't really prove much other than last year. So... Uh, other teams, they should be able to get him for, for dirt cheap, which will allow him to actually be traded and moved. Uh, you know, for dynasty purposes, he's lost a lot of value, in my opinion. And, and you're kind of screwed if you have him on your team. You know, because he, he's coming out of this Kyle Shanahan system, which makes every running back look good. And if he tries to go to another system, he is going to fail. And I, I already didn't like him. You know... Since he he was only one the that one year wonder kind of guy he broke out this was his breakout year sort of say last year and he's twenty eight years years old so I have zero shares of him but for for those that do I would wait until he actually gets traded because if he actually does then there's gonna be that you know little random spike of want. You know, people are gonna want him, and they're gonna—it's gonna raise his value just enough to where people will be willing to take him on. If you want to hear why I like McKinnon so much, go to my other podcast, my NFC West Dynasty Value episode, and you will definitely want to take him in all your drafts now. And finally, let's talk about Cam freaking Newton, who has been. Uh, you know, claimed to be either a dumpster fire for this year's or uh, coming year, or he's somehow going to be this comeback player of the year slash MVP. And, you know, I, without I'm talking, you know, you can kind of tell I'm leaning towards more of the dumpster fire, but, you know, not not completely. 
Uh, I do think he'll be, you know, just an average quarterback since uh, he medically is proven that he isn't going to be the same athletic, you know, type of player. He, his mobility is going to be uh, much less, uh, which was his strongest trait and what made him fantasy relevant. Uh, that's going to be now diminished. He's going to be more of a like a Jacoby Brissett style of player now. He So um, he's, he's not really a super fantastic play. But but he's an okay quarterback, and that's even if he he is the starter. You know, uh, I still believe that uh, they they're gonna make him a backup for the for the beginning of the season on most part. You know, you can say whatever you want. You know, he's a former MVP. He's a proven starter, and you know, uh, he he's got the 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 resume to back himself up. But he hasn't played a full season since two thousand seventeen. You know, three years ago, you know, he jacked up not only his shoulder, which is detrimental for a quarterback, but also his foot and the type of fracture it was, you know, it's not a great one for recovery or for his case, his one and only special trait is gone. You also have to look into the contract he got, which, you know, everyone is saying, this is just one heck of a bargain for the Patriots. You know, they are just completely winning this. They're getting him on a super dirt cheap one year deal, and if he if he ends up panning out, you know they're gonna get a third round pick, you know comp pick out of this. Great decision, smart Patriots. These guys always know what they're doing, but I think that's exactly where they value him. You know he wasn't signed right at the beginning. Instead, they waited until you know way after the draft. And they didn't even get his physical, so it's not like they can say, oh, oh, that's what we were waiting on. You know, that was the one factor holding us back. You know, they they, they went in and they, they got their backup quarterback. You don't go in there thinking, oh, this it's mid-June. We need to go get our starting quarterback. You know, what starting, what, what coach, GM, organization thinks... That that is a great time for our quarterback to really start practicing, getting getting you know, those those reps with his players on the off time, learning the playbook is mid June. Yeah, I I don't think anyone does. He he is worth that one point zero five million dollars as a base salary. You know, and he's and he's only gonna be a five hundred and fifty dollar uh fifty thousand dollar cap hit, so not much of a casualty. If he is cut, it's super incentive based so they can try to get the most out of him. You know, that's what they're trying to do since they themselves don't even know what they're getting out of him. I believe that Stidham can easily be a great, you know, gap quarterback that can help them be competitive since that seems to be what they're aiming for and what they're trying to do. But, you know, they they aren't really committing to that rebuild just yet. And in conclusion, you know, I, I think Cam will compete with Stidham. And and he could be the starter. But ultimately, I think they ride with Stidham, at least for the beginning. And since he knows the playbook, you know, he has some chemistry. He's played with his teammates. You know, they've, got, they've gotten, you know, practice reps throughout the season of last year and even this year. You know, they've, they that is just a safer option that seems more like the Patriots' way to go rather than pick up some dude off the streets and like, hey, yeah, this guy is our our guy for this year. We're going to ride him. 
no, I, I just don't see that. That's not a Bill Belichick kind of thing. And you can say oh, oh, what you want about Josh McDaniels being able to, you know, he's going to make Cam Newton look so good. No, he doesn't even fit in Josh McDaniels' scheme, man. He's not even that kind of quarterback. So get that out of your head. Uh, I'm recommending stay away from Cam Newton, honestly. People are drafting him way ridiculously high right now. Uh, his hype is still up there, which blows my mind. But if you can, uh, just stay away from their quarterback situation in general. And wait, I'd much rather wait wait later in the draft than just pick up Stidham as like my fourth quarterback option in Superflex. And uh, in single quarterbacks leagues, you, they're probably not options at all in general until you wait uh, mid season or you know later on in the season when you tr- truly figure out who's going to be starting for the most of the term. And, uh, you know, after all that ranting, uh, that's all I have for you guys today. If you liked it, uh, what I threw down, or even if you didn't like it, what I had to say, uh, I don't care. Uh, Go subscribe to the channel and follow me on Instagram uh, at FantasyFootballLovers. And I'm, I'm thankful for you guys. I appreciate all the support that you guys give me. And be back soon for some amazing content.